Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 21st of February. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. Well, let's go straight to the scores and the doors. And of course, the US markets closed last night. So nothing coming out of the US. Meanwhile, in Europe... Not a lot coming out of Europe either. We had the stock 600, upper James Bond, 0.07, FTSE up 0.12, Germany down 0.03, France down 0.2, Spain down 0.5. So nothing shaking there in Europe at all. Uh, we did see uh, US futures slightly weaker uh, overnight, but nothing very dramatic there. We currently have NASDAQ futures down around 23 points. Uh, But as I say, nothing dramatic there. In terms of commodity stocks or commodities overnight, Brent crude up 0.9 of a percent, uh, 76 cents to 83.93. WTI pretty much unchanged because it wasn't trading in the US. Um, We have also gold slightly easier, but only 90 cents easier, 1841.1. Uh, We did have the Aussie dollar back above 69, 69.12, a little bit of weakness in the US dollar. Bitcoin uh, down 0.4 of a percent. Looking at LME copper, uh, we have that up 1.7%. Nickel bouncing had a bit of a shocking day the day before, 4.6% better. Aluminium up 3.1%. Zinc, three little ducks, 2.22. Lead up 4.39. And tonne. Up 3%, so a good day all round there for the metals. BH, well, we didn't get, uh, obviously, no ADRs for BHP and Rio, uh, so uh, we didn't get too much to go on from there overnight. But we did see uh, the, uh, of course, US markets close President Day, and Biden celebrated President's Day by flying to the Ukraine. He did tell Russia uh, some hours before he arrived that he was going to uh, make sure there was no um, increased tension over his visit. Uh, But in the European markets, basic resource index climbed 2.4%. Industrial metals rising on hopes for recovery in demand from top consumers in China and uh, support from global mining supply disruptions. Big day for reports today, so let's get into them today rather than uh, talk about what happened in Europe, which is pretty much irrelevant Uh, really, for our market. We have got Illumina, AMA, ARB, BHP, the big one, Coles, GEM, GA Education, here, there, and everywhere, HT1, Hub24, Ingenua, uh, Judo, Macquarie Telecom, McGrath, Monodelphus, Monash, IVF, Tabcorp, and Stockland as well. As well as that, we have the RBA Federal Reserve Minutes at 11.30. We're also looking at uh, some interesting times happening at Platinum. Their biggest shareholder, Kerr Nielsen, who is no longer on the board, has called for Andrew Clifford to step down from his position as CEO and CIO. Uh, Mr. Nielsen wants that role split, and certainly uh, it could be that uh, Kerr Nielsen's former fund at Platinum could become a M&A target. 
All right, well, let's run through some of the results we've seen today already. Coles has lifted its dividend by 9%. Reported total sales revenue growth from continuing operations, 3.9% to 20.8 billion. Uh, net profit after tax jumped 17.1% to 643. So they've lifted the fully franked interim dividend of 36 cents, up 9.1%. ARB Corp has posted a 31% fall in profits to 47.7-47.4 million on sales down 5.1% to 340.8. The group has blamed the falls on supply chain challenges. Estia Health nearly halves its net loss, but it has got a cautious outlook. The big one today, let's look at BHP. It has cut its dividend from $1.50 US down to $0.90. Certainly, we do seem as if we have seen peak BHP and peak generosity from the big miner. Half-year profit after tax dropped 32%. To 6.4 billion profit from operations, 10.8 billion, which was down 27%, driven by a 4.8 billion reduction in revenue, which reflected lower iron ore and copper prices. Underlying EBITDA was 13.2 US billion at a margin of 54%. That interim dividend, 90 cents US, down from $1.50 in the previous corresponding period. Coles has appointed Leah. Weckart as CEO uh, upon the retirement of Stephen Kane. Uh, she has previously held positions as Chief Executive Commercial and Express, and Miss Weckart will begin in May. Illumina has scrapped its final dividend after reporting a statutory net profit after tax of 104 million US for the full year, compared to 187.6. EBITDA fell to one, uh, sorry, 817.1 million down from 1.1 billion tabcorp revenues up 11% to 1.3 billion statutory net profit after tax dropped to 52 million from 175 declared an interim dividend of 1.3 cents fully franked and in other news today GA education full year profits have dropped 20% to 36.6 that does include a net non trading expense of 9.1 million which is relating to software as a service, restructuring costs and non-operating gains. Parenti, PRN, upgraded its guidance, reported first half of $1.4 billion, uh, supporting underlying EBITDA of 281.2. In other news today, speculation around suitors who are eyeing Patriot Battery Metals, PMT. Ken Brinsden, formerly of Pilbara, He is one of the men now behind Patriot Battery Metals and certainly some speculation that it is on the shopping list of a big acquirer. Bellevue Gold MD Steve Parsons is selling down half of his 34 million share stake. Uh, Probably not the best time to do it. Charter Hall Group downgraded to overweight from buy at Jardins. Uh, NIB Holdings, a big fall yesterday, looks a little unjustified, looks a little hard done by, I have to say. Upgraded to overweight from neutral at JP Morgan. It's also upgraded to a buy from a hold at Jefferies. Altium, downgraded to neutral from overweight at Baron Joey. And GPT Group, upgraded to neutral from underweight at JP Morgan. Uh, we also have news out this morning from Costa Group. Uh, the improved weather outlook indicates more favourable growing conditions across its farming portfolio 
in 2023. Final dividend of five cents. Revenue jumped 11.2% uh, to 1.3. Statutory net profit after tax of $47 million there. Uh, Remelius has reaffirmed FY23 guidance. Reported net profit after tax of $29.1 million. Uh, did not declare an interim dividend. It has reaffirmed its FY23 production and cost guidance. And Aluka has approved its $480 million Balranald project, Balranald project in New South Wales, which will target critical meth- minerals, rutile, zircon, and rare earths, targeting production in the first half of 2025. You don't often think of Aluka as a rare earths producer, but it is a rare earths producer. News out this morning confirming that Magnus Energy Tech has signed an offtake agreement for supply of anode active materials to Tesla um, and BHP. Uh, some more details coming through for that one. Uh, full year unit costs guidance for the West Australian Iron Ore and Escontida remain unchanged. However, tracking towards the upper end of their guidance range. Some of the CEO comments confirm initiation of process to divest the Downier and Blackwater coal mines with joint venture partner Mitsubishi Development. Uh, CEO Mike Henry is also positive about the demand outlook in H2 of FY23 and into FY24, strengthening activity in China on the back of recent policy decisions, the major driver. Significant wet weather in our coal assets has impacted production and unit costs and inventory movements during the half contributed to costs, including the planned drawdown Olympic Dam. There, we have had uh, CSL, uh, the European Commission has granted CSL conditional marketing authorization for Hemgenex and Maida Group out this morning reported first half NPAT 17.6, which was just slightly above uh, forecast. Estimates between 17 and 18 million. Uh, revenue 280.3, which was better than expected. Interim dividend 2.4 cents versus 2 cents a year ago there. Um, just looking at BHP again, uh, not much else to add just at the, morn- at the moment. Um, that's about it. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. And as always, have a great day. Question of the day today. Given the volatility we've seen in the dividends coming from our big mining stocks, uh, do you still consider mining stocks to be bought for yields and dividends, or are they just cyclical growth stocks riding the commodity boom? Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.